When Nezrin the Dancer became famous in the courts of Europe, many were the stories told about the ruby that glowed in her navel as she danced. Some said it had been stolen by a lover of hers, who had gone to the stake for it, from the crown of King Roger of Sicily. Others, that it had been a bribe from Conrad Hohenstaufen for her help in a plot to kill that same king. The plot had failed, they said, but she had kept the ruby and paid for it in a way that contented Conrad even more than the death of his enemy, vindictive as he was. As time passed, the stories ranged further and grew wilder. The gem was a gift from the Caliph of Baghdad. It was sent her by secret courier from the great Khan of the Mongols with promises of more wealth if she would only come and dance for him and share his bed. And, of course, there were those who said that Nezrin was a shameless woman and the ruby was the reward of her pledge with the devil. The troubadour who accompanied her made songs about the ruby, some happy, some sad, and this confused people even more. Neither of these two ever told the truth of it, no matter who asked, whether prince or peasant. I am the only one who knows the whole story. I, Thurston. Any human life lies in the future as well as the past, of however short duration that future may prove to be. They're hinged together like a door that swings, and that swinging is the present moment. To begin a story... One must choose a time when the door swings wide. And this came for me on a day late in the April of 1149, when Yusuf ibn Mansur asked me to remain with him at the end of what we called the Majlis, the gathering of officials that was held twice monthly in the royal palace of Palermo. He asked me quite openly, rather carelessly, as if it were an afterthought, something that might easily have been overlooked. But... It was rare, indeed, that Yusuf overlooked anything. What better way of disarming suspicion than to speak in the hearing of all? There was nothing strange about my remaining there, about our having things to say in private. He was the lord of the Diwan of Control, and I was his subordinate in the same chancery. But secrecy was ingrained in him, and he knew, as I knew, um, indeed, it was one of the things he had striven to teach me in the years I had served under him, that secrecy is best served by an appearance of openness.'